Hello, and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Wednesday, September 14th, 2022. I'm Mike Cachopoli. Okay, here we are. Midweek, hump day. Hump day. Who came up with that term, hump day? Who came up with that term, I wonder? It's not a bad term. It kind of makes sense, right? The middle of the week, the hump. But I wonder who the first person was. It's almost like hashtags on Twitter. You don't know who came up with them. Now, I could, I could swear to you that I've created a couple of hashtags, but no one will believe me because people say, oh, well, come on. Every, someone, you could have seen it somewhere else. Someone could have started before you, but someone does start the first hashtag, hashtag anything, whether it was Black Lives Matter or the one I thought I started with, remember in November when it comes to the election. I could swear I started hashtag remember in November, but of course people will say no. But someone has to start it, right? There has to be... There has to be like a person that starts the whole thing. And you never know who it is, right? That person never gets – some of these hashtags are huge, millions and millions and millions of retweets. And the person who starts it really never gets credit. It's kind of like a community thing, right? What made me start talking about that? Oh, hump day, right? Who created the term hump day for Wednesday? Anyway, here we are, not only the middle of the week, almost the middle of the month already. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? It's going so fast. This year is almost gone. We're almost in the last, what, quarter of the year. Wait, it just seems like it just started. Oh, I just wonder, you know, 2023 is around the corner. If we're going to still be doing COVID-19 in 23. Think about it. It's COVID-19. Not even COVID. It wasn't even COVID-2020. It was COVID-2019 is when it started. So we're like basically 2020. We're basically like three years now, but three full years since like the first cases were being discovered, right? Around this time in 2019. Are we going to continue to do this for four years and, and five years? And, and I, you know, it, it's, it, it amazes me because we're going to talk in a second about <clears throat> Democrats claiming everyone else is authoritarian. This is called projection, right? When, when one person or a party claims another person or party does something, they usually the ones that are doing it the worst. And that would be the Democrats with authoritarianism in general and, of course, the crying about elections being stolen. But if you think about it, there were people who in March and April of 2020, when I started to question things, were like, oh, don't be a baby. It's only a couple of weeks. We, Americans are so, are so selfish and lazy. They can't deal with this for a month or two. Well, here we are three fucking years down the line, and we're still doing this, right? In one way or another, are there some places that are still totally doing the, the mandate stuff, or some are talking about bringing it back or threatening, to, at least holding it over our heads. If you live in a Democrat-run city, it is being held over your head constantly, right? We look at Barbara Farrar, the zombie health czar in L.A., constantly. She wants to do these 10-day rolling. Have you heard this now? These 10-day – she's such a fucking nutcase. She wants to do these 10-day things. Well, like, cases are up. 10 days of masking. Okay, 10 days are over. A week later. Okay, 10 more days. This is what she wants to do. She wants to, like, rolling 10-day week and a half mask wearing mandates. So this is going to fucking matter. By the time people even hear about it, the 10 days is over. It's so stupid. The whole thing is so idiotic. Uh, but this is what's being held over your head. If you're living in a city run by shit liberals, if you're not running, if you're not living in a shitty, a city, shitty, <laughs> a city run by shit liberals, you don't have to deal with any of this. It's been gone for years. It's been gone for years. You don't have to deal with this anymore. No one's talking about this. No one's talking about this in uh, Sioux Falls. 
No one's talking about this in Omaha. No one's talking about this in Pocatello. No one's talking about this in Salt Lake City. No one's talking about this in any city that's not run totally by shit liberals. Well, Salt Lake City is getting worse, getting bad. But uh, you know where I'm going with this. So you know my understand my point. So yes, this this is this is what we continue to deal with here. This is the Michigas we must continue to deal with living living in a uh, in a Democrat run city. Let me pull up my Twitter here. <clears throat> well, you know, Mike Lindell. I have a love hate relationship with Mike Lindell. Um, you know, he he sells pillows. My pillow. Hi, Mike Lindell. My pillow. Get it for twenty five dollars. That's Mike Lindell, right? And uh, he sells more than pillows now. I think it's called My Store now. He sells everything. He sells like uh, 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 sheets, bed sheets, beds, mattresses, you know, towels, everything. Condoms? No, I don't know. But he sells everything. And he was a big Trump supporter. I mean, he advertises on Fox nonstop, especially at night. And so he he was friendly with Donald Trump. He's a Republican. He was friendly with Donald Trump, and he questioned the election results. And so the FBI stole his phone. They took his phone away. They 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 detained his phone to see if there's any secret top secret text between him and Trump that will prove that Trump was part of the insurrection that was going to overthrow the government. So they they've taken his phone away. Now, I, how many phones did they take away from people who pushed the Russia Russia Hillary Clinton? Uh, supporters, people who knew Hillary. How many phones did they confiscate? And now we know the whole Russia, Russia, Russia that hope was a total hoax, took billions and billions of dollars away from American taxpayers. Forget about how much hours of our lives this took away, right? How many people were defamed during the whole four years, five years, much longer than anything, you know, that, that may have started on January 6th. And no one, no one's phone was taken away from them, right? No associate of Hillary Clinton. No, uh, no fan of Hillary Clinton. We just saw someone who uh, was supporting Donald Trump online. The FBI came to her house or something like that. This is happening to everyone who's associated with Donald Trump. None of this happened to anyone who's associated with Hillary Clinton or anyone who, who pushed the Russia, Russia hoax, in, in, like Rachel Maddow on, on MSNBC every, and everyone on MSNBC for years. Their phones were not confiscated. Their, their homes were not raided by the FBI. So we're seeing this obvious double standard. And these are the people who call Republicans authoritarians. These are people who say you're a, you're a terrorist if you question the results of the 2020 election. Yet all the Democrats who questioned the results of the 2000 election, who, would, who said Bush was illegitimate, who questioned the 2000 election and questioned what happened in Florida as being illegitimate, and then in 2004, even when Bush won the popular vote, they claimed that it was rigged in Ohio because in 2000, Florida was a difference. And in 2004, Ohio was the difference. So you had Democrats claiming that Bush was illegitimate for eight years, not just the first four, all eight. OK, then they were happy Obama won. Then they were happy Obama won again. Then in 2016, when Trump beat Hillary, it was illegitimate president, Russia, Russia, Russia. He's not my president. He's illegitimate. Were these people ever arrested? detained by the FBI? Were their phones confiscated? Were they called terrorists for questioning the election and for saying the president's illegitimate? Of course not, because they're Democrats. And when Democrats do it, it's not illegal and wrong. Only when Republicans do it. 
Is it illegal? Oh, independently, anyone's not a Democrat. If they do it, it's illegal and wrong. But if you're a Democrat and you do it, the Democrats have not believed one Republican president in this century has been legitimate. <clears throat> and then you forget about governor's races like Kemp in Florida, where Stacey Abrams said he stole it. He was secretary of state. He stole it because he knew the systems and he, she, she never conceded. So forget about governor's races. But there has not been one presidential election in this century that Republicans won, that Democrats didn't say was stolen or illegitimate in one way or another. Yet, were their phones confiscated? Were they raided by the FBI? Were they called terrorists? Were they called enemies of the state? Were they, did, did, did the Republicans talk about eliminating them and killing them the way Democrats are talking? Like uh, Tim Ryan said, the Republican Party has to be killed. These people have to be killed. The party has to be killed. He didn't say any people in, in particular. I don't want this, you know, people take it that way. But he said he used the word kill as far as like kill the movement, kill the party. So if, if, if Republicans spoke like this, forget about it. Forget it. We'd never hear the end of it. We would never hear the end of it. Okay? Yet, when Democrats say it, it's fine. It's absolutely fine when Democrats say it. Right? It's fine. Yes, yes. The 2016 election was, was absolutely stolen. Yes. Yes, Trump and the Trumpers tried to steal the 2020 election. Yes. Here's the point. This is like America. You have the right to question elections. I don't have to believe any of them are legitimate. It doesn't make me a terrorist that has to be killed or eliminated. Or, or FBI has to raid my apartment or take my phone away because I don't believe the election, any election I choose, was not legitimate. It's called America. We're supposed to challenge our elections here. But this is the party that's calling us authoritarian. Charlie Crist is now doing it in his race. Charlie from the Crypt Crist, who looks a hundred times worse than Biden, who looks worse, who looks bad. But this guy looks a hundred times worse. This guy who was a Republican, then he's a Democrat, then he left politics for a while, and now he's coming back at 97. At least he looks 97. He's calling DeSantis an authoritarian. Yet we have tapes. They just played it on Fox of Charlie Chris being asked if he believes in vaccine passports. Oh, yes, very important to have a vaccine passport system. Very important to make someone, force someone to get a medical procedure if they want to participate in society. But that's not authoritarian, huh, Charlie? Huh, Charlie Christ? That's not authoritarian, you old fool? Of course it is. So once again, we've seen over the last two and a half years, we've seen it. The biggest authoritarians are the Democrats. The only authoritarians have been the Democrats. These people believe you need to have a vaccine vaccine passport to get into Florida, to get into their state. You need to have a medical procedure to get into their state. That's what these people believe. Yet they call DeSantis the authoritarian. Why is DeSantis authoritarian? Because he sends migrants to Martha's Vineyard? So the rich, wealthy, liberal elites have to feel what the people in the border states, Arizona, Texas and Florida even have to feel all the time with millions now, two million this year, the most ever invading their, their state. Oh, but the Moth and Vineyard, my God, you send 27 or 30 of them here. Oh, how dare you, you authoritarian. You're playing politics with lives. These people are such idiots. How can these people be taken seriously? This is not, this is a textbook genius move by someone like DeSantis, started by Abbott. Make the liberal elites feel this. These are always the people who are like, 
it's okay in your backyard, but don't put them near us. The homeless are okay there, but once the homeless are here, oh, then we're going to recall people. Once crime is here in our liberal elitist enclaves, then we're going to recall the, the district attorney. But if it's over there in your backyard, you know, this, is not, this is NIMBY, not in my backyard. Yes, in your backyard, it's fine. So these liberal elites in New York and Chicago and Martha's Vineyard, which is probably the worst of the worst, Jaws should have eaten them all. He, um, they, they, they don't feel it. And so these Republican governors are making them feel a little bit of it, like 0.02% of it. They can't even take 0.02% of it. And so when he does that, Charlie Chris calls him authoritarian. That's what he calls him, an authoritarian. The same guy who says, oh, yes, vaccine passports are a very important tool. Very important tool for a vaccine that doesn't stop the spread, you ignorant old fool. Doesn't stop the spread, you fucking moron. These people are such idiots. But it's all about authoritarianism. It's all about power. Facts don't matter. You could go to Hitler and you could plead with him. You could show him facts. You could show him health reports that show Jews are clean. Jews don't have disease. You could show Hitler that, right? You could show these Germans who believe that, that facts, living in the world of reality, that another race, a Jew, Jews are not a threat, okay? They're not a threat to their health, not a threat to their society. Did it matter to them? No. One, because they were fucking crazy, like the Democrats are fucking nuts. Two, because they were authoritarians, they love power, and they wanted dominance over others. They wanted their race to be dominant and the only race. These people are crazy. You cannot negotiate with them. You have to just step all over them to get to where you're going. That's what you have to do. So these people are nuts. You can't show them. You can't show them that the vaccines don't stop the spread. You can't show them proof of that. You can't show proof that masks were, if anything, detrimental. They didn't help at all. You can't show them the facts. You can't show them evidence. You can't show them science. It doesn't matter because all they care about is their power that that has created, that COVID created. They use COVID for authoritarian rule to do what they want, to make you do what they want, to make you do what they believe, to make you do what they say. That's what it was all about. So they have the nerve to call anyone else authoritarian after the last two years. They have the fucking nerve. And yet they're doing it. And yet they're doing it. They told your, your kid you can't go to, they can't go to school. And then when they do go to school, they tell them that eight-year-olds have to be told they're racist, that they're white, and if they're black, they're no good, that they're a subspecies, that they're a subrace. And, and, then if, and, and, and kindergartners are being taught about gender identity. If they want to do their sex change, they can, they can do it before eight. After eight is too late. This is what they're doing. And they call others authoritarians. They call others authoritarians. Just the way they call others racist, and the liberals are the biggest racists, because everything's about race, because race wins them elections, because race gets them power, because race gets them money. They're nothing without race. They're nothing without wedge issues, like, like guns and race and abortion. They're nothing. They're nothing. They're dust, and they know it. 
So they have to keep these things going. They have to keep race going. It's very important. We're a race country. We're a racist country. Because without that, if, if, they, if, if they told the truth that America is not a racist country at heart, everything goes away. How do they win elections? How do they get votes? How do they get people to vote for them? How do they fool people? That's what gets me so angry when I hear them throwing the word fascist and authoritarian around. They should look it up. They should look up what those words mean. It's truly, it would be like Hitler calling other people fascists. It would. It's the same thing. It's the same absurdity of Hitler calling another government authoritarian. These people are crazy. And they don't know they're crazy, which makes them even crazier. They say if you know you're crazy, you're halfway to being cured, right? But they don't even know they're crazy. So they're not even halfway there. Not even halfway there. So that's what I was seeing. I was seeing the, you know, Charlie Chris calling the Santa and saying ridiculous things. Charlie Chris firstly calls him to Satan. And then he did the Trump thing. You know, this is the new thing, by the way. Democrats <laughs> talked for five, six years about how much they despise Trump and his uh, methods, if you will, his, um, his way of doing things and talking. Is vulgar. I have friends who called them what? Vulgar, low life. Um, and yet, that most Democrats are trying to do that now. They're trying to be Trump, right? We see it with Biden giving nicknames to people: MAGA, MAGA King, Ultra MAGA, Terrorist. So we see them trying to emulate Trump. They're trying to emulate exactly what they said they hated about him. That shows what hypocrites they are. Biden said he'd be the opposite, and he hasn't been. Obviously, the speech he just gave a couple of weeks ago shows he's not being the opposite at all. He's trying to channel Trump. And um, and that's what we're seeing. People like Charlie Crist and people running elections in November, coming up with nicknames like the Satan. That's a Trump thing, right? And then he said – then he, he did another Trump thing. He stole direct – he said some people call him the Satan. Remember Trump would say that? Some people call him sleepy the, when, when Trump was the one that made it up. That's what Charlie Crist just did. No one, I haven't heard of the Satan until Charlie Crist just made it up. Yet he said, oh, other people like to call him. No, no, I've never heard of that, Charlie, until you fucking said it. But so childish. It's so stupid. It's exactly what the Democrats were saying they hated about Trump. He tweeted things like that, right? He called people names. Sad, loser, came up with nicknames. And that's what these Democrats are doing. To Satan. Oh, how funny. Oh, hilarious. How clever. Like, they, what were they saying? Death Santis? That, that's one I heard a lot of. Death Santis. <clears throat> Meanwhile, we're going to talk about uh, the, the fool, the ridiculousness of calling him Death Santis. If you call him Death Santis, then you need to call Newsom the Grim Reaper. You need to call Andrew Cuomo slash Kathy Hochul the, uh, uh, the, 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 uh, Black Cloak, because their states ended up doing so much worse than Florida. So much worse than Florida. But yeah, Charlie Crist actually said, I'm the good person, he's the bad person. That's his pitch. That's his pitch to Florida voters. I'm good, he's evil. Basically, that's what he said. 
Any politician that says that's that's what he said. He said, I'm the good guy. He's the bad guy. It's that simple. Any politician that says that is a fucking idiot. Anyone who believes that kind of nonsense is an idiot. You should be running away from someone in politics who says it's that simple. I'm good. They're bad. And that's his pitch. And that he believes in vaccine passports. Without even the humanity to say, if I believed in that before, I was wrong. At least have the fucking humanity to say what everyone knows. If you believed it, it it was wrong. It was wrong. It was evil. Admit it. Don't double and triple down. Throw him back in the crypt and close the fucking thing up and nail it shut. (laughs) Well, DeSantis and the voters will do that in about seven weeks anyway. Here. Here. Here, Charlie, for nearly a year, the last year, California has reported significantly higher rates of excess deaths compared to Florida. This is from Ian Miller, by the way, the author of Unmasked. Wonder how that's possible when California had mask mandates and vaccine mandates and Florida hasn't. Just imagine the difference in media coverage if this was reversed. So for nearly a year now, California has reported significantly higher rates of excess deaths compared to Florida. California is the third youngest state and Florida is the second oldest state. DeSantis, huh? DeSantis. But once again, the charts, the facts, the graphs, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when you're dealing with cult. It doesn't matter when you're dealing with this authoritarian cult that just believes one thing, and that's it. They have their narrative that began in March of 2020, and they're sticking with it. Their narrative, their COVID narrative, they're sticking with it. Their January 6th narrative, they're sticking with it. It doesn't matter about common sense or decency or facts or evidence or anything. No, it doesn't matter. And this is what you must do when you don't have the issues on your side. When you don't have the issues on your side, You have to make shit up. You have to create false narratives. You need to demonize the other side. Say you're good and they're evil. You're good and they're evil. Well, according to the numbers, more people are dying in California than Florida. So who's good and who's evil? Who's good and who's evil? You know, then you have morons like Fetterman, who really looks like he's uh, on his way out the door. He says when he's elected, he's going to codify Roe. All alone, he'll do what the entire Congress hasn't done all these years, which Democrats had total control about 37 times since Roe v. Wade over the last half century, and they never did it. They talk about it. Yep, 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 yep. Election time. Yep, yep, yep. But they never have done it. So, once again, he's lying. He can't codify it on his own. And uh, sending him to the Senate is not going to make it any more likely or less likely that Roe v. Wade is codified. And yet, and also he acts as though that women only believe in this thing. That's all women care about. They don't care about inflation. They don't care about things that are hurting themselves and everyone else. They only care about abortion. Women are very singular. All they care about are babies popping out. That's That's all they give a shit about which is sexist, which is what Democrats always claim Republicans are, which Democrats are more sexist as they are more racist than Republicans could ever be. Because they are saying, basically, this is the issue 
that women are going to vote on this issue. It's all about childbearing to women. That's all they. That's all women care about in the year 2022 is childbearing. That's it. Childbearing is their number one issue. You can't get more sexist than that. You simply can't get more sexist than that. But this, this, this fool who can't put two words together without dribbling is, um, has no other issues to talk about. He can't talk about, in Pennsylvania, he can't talk about inflation. He can't talk about gas prices. He can't talk about any of this stuff. He can't talk about anything. He can't talk about small businesses that have been destroyed. He can't talk about tourism. He can't talk about education. All he can talk about is abortion. All he can talk about is abortion. I'm so tired of it because there's not one woman in this country. There's not one woman in this country in the year 2022 who can't get an abortion if they want to. Not one. There's not one woman out there. Not one. I can say, oh, I was forced to have this child. I didn't want to have this child, but I was forced to have this child. Not one. And you and I know that. That's why this is a non-issue. The issue is, uh, yeah, whether you believe in the, the, the abortion thing or you don't, whether you're strongly for it or strongly against it, sure, it's always going to be divisive. But it's not an issue politically as far as if a woman can get one or not. Any woman who wants an abortion in this country can get one in the year 2022. Anywhere, anytime. That's why it's a fake issue. Because no rights have been taken away as no rights were given in the Constitution. No rights were taken away. Once again, I I know I talk sense when I say it belongs in the states because then the people have more power because if they believe in abortion, they can elect people in their state who are pro-choice. If they are not, they can elect people who are are anti-abortion. And it's up to the people. I know that all makes sense. But once again, you cannot make sense to the left. You can't talk about common sense. You can't say that the voters in a state should have the power, not nine Supreme Court justices. In 73, nine Supreme Court justices took the power away from the voters. Supreme Court gave the power back to the voters. You can't talk about that. You can't say 73 was the activist court, not this one. 73 was the court that said us nine make more more powerful than the 300 plus million. And this court was saying, no, the 330 million are more powerful than nine of us. You can't talk sense, though. You can't talk sense. It does not matter because this is a very emotional issue. And the Democrats like to use emotion. This is what they are. They're the party of emotional abuse. They, they like to twist emotion. They like to, with the COVID, they like to, the people who have OCD and hypochondria, they use them. With abortion, they use the emotion. They like to use and twist it and turn it and use it to their advantage to get votes. They use, they're, they're, used, they're, they're emotional abusers, Democrats. They look for your weak spot and they go after it emotionally. And that's what I despise about this party now. I absolutely despise this about this party. By the way, if you want to call in, the call-in lines are open. I've been talking for half hour, so I'm going to go to Joe. Hey, Joe. Hey, just called in. Um, Just catching you, and I'm a little late showing up to class. But (laughs) I, too, despise the Democratic Party. But I'm conflicted because I absolutely despise, I find nothing in common with core Republicans. 
Well, and, you're you're a drifted sea, Joe. <laughs> say it again. You're a drifted sea. You're what does that mean? What's your party? Who, who, oh, drift at sea. Pardon me. I, I was. I thought the sea stood for a secret word. No, no. You're drifting in the ocean. In the ocean. In the I ocean. am. I am. It's problematic. And uh, but like you know, as I wish that Bernie Sanders would have run third party. Um, I think that there is <laughs> that's, that's rehashing old news, man. <laughs> yeah, it is rehashing old news. But I was going to update date you with like a current status and a pulse taking of like progressives in 2022 is it's a flat line, you know, and like but it's silenced by dark money and like people showing up to your, you know, they can individualize you in a second if you're running a race and run research research opposition against you in a second drop two million bucks on your head and you've got a problem to deal with even if the accusations aren't true but that you know this for-profit uh business model of politics like dude we're behind the eight ball so we can be as frustrated and frustrated as we want but we better play chess instead of like emotional checkers while talking about all of our gripes of this and that and the other thing Mm -hmm. Um, it, yeah, and you know, and this walk away from electoralism is the dumbest argument I ever heard in my life. And I get it. You know, I'm 56. I've felt the effects of weak ass, bitch ass Democrat, like corporate, like I I've saw, saw this, the infant, the infant of the corporate Democrat from Bill Clinton forward, Bill Clinton, who ruined the new deal. Yeah. Who was who came in there to kill the New Deal? I saw all that shit. Yeah, he did. But Absolutely. There no is no realization. Yeah. And if Bernie Sanders got got forty seven percent of the vote in twenty sixteen, and we st- and we've got super majority. If you're a progressive, we've got super majorities from health care to elder care, child care, uh, keeping industries uh, a domestic industry policy. Uh, you know, you, you could even find like you could talk them into like a sovereign wealth fund like Norway has with their they're the richest community of all. They they've connected their oil profits to their general population. We don't do that. Yeah. We've been sold out. We can't even access any of the university knowledge that comes from taxpayers. And if you listen to all the assholes in the you know, uh, pharmaceutical industry to the medical industry, you'd think they came upon everything themselves and that they're hiring degenerate, like graduates from medical school who offered nothing. Nothing could be further from the truth. And, but with that comes an honest game theory edition of where are we at? What have we done? Who are we advocating for? If, if you think you can just like always bitch about Democrats I want you to look across in a binary sense. I want you to look across at that Republican Party. Tell me who we can run to. Tell me who we're going to be with. Well, I, I, you, you can agree or disagree with me. I like Ron DeSantis. I think Ron DeSantis made a lot. Look, look, Joe, I, I base a lot of what ahead, I thought. Take the floor, dude. Take the floor. Help me out with that. Well, I think when you come – the last two and a half years, what ha- what's happened over the last two and a half years? I can't make this clear enough is a lot of what turned me off to the Democratic Party, okay? Now, I'm not, I, I agree with you. I think a big, a big reason why Republicans probably won't do better in November than they should is because you actually need a reason to vote for the other party as well. 
So, yes, I, I talk a lot about how much I despise uh, Democrats. <laughs> and I do. I, I, do. I love you for saying that, but I do not understand you. You, I find I am puzzled by you, but I get I get the feudalism from the Democratic side. But if you could give me your five most important things, that would help me understand you as a person. And if you could help me understand that, because, you know, I'm just I'm just some random guy. I don't know your politics. I just stumbled into your room, but I'm fascinated with. I, I like what you said, because but I don't understand it. But help me, five well, things. I want I want you to. I'll go. I'll give you five things. Of, I will. But I, I want to know what you mean when you say you don't understand. Do you not understand why I don't like Democrats? Or you don't understand why I'm voting for Republicans. When you, well, you identified Ron DeSantis, and when I listened to him and his talking points, and I felt like I felt like my um, when. Uh, uh, Donald Trump won the presidency. I thought I had a pause, wait and see. He is a disruptor. Uh, I felt like he was representative of a disgruntled uh, populace of people. You know, on that day, uh, 67% of the country said that we were going in the wrong direction. Sure. They voted, you know, a lot of people were going to vote for Donald Trump under those uh, scenarios. They did. And, uh, but I mean, look in hindsight, and then, like, picking up the pieces and saying, yeah, Ron DeSantis is the guy. Like, Well, I, I think he offers a lot of what Trump offered. I, I, I think this, the big difference is, and I think this is probably important to a lot of people, and it's the reason why a lot of people didn't like Trump, is I think pr- presentation. I think presentation, personality, sniping, you know, uh, personal sniping, going on Twitter and saying, you know, this so-and-so senator is a loser, loser, loser. I think that is what turned a lot of people off about that. I truly believe that if Donald Trump didn't have that, you know, New York, like I do, that New York abrasiveness to his personality and didn't use it all the time, I think more and more people would have liked Donald Trump. I think more and more people would have accepted that outsider position he took, that populist position he took, that Bernie took. That's why a lot of people like Bernie. And I think, but Bernie didn't have that abrasiveness that Donald Trump had. I think that was a good part. I think that was a good part of Bernie's personality and a bad part of Bernie's personality because he let the Democratic Party walk all over him. Trump yeah. did not let the Republican I, Party walk all over him. That is the difference. That. Yeah, I agree with that. Right. So I think DeSantis has, brings a lot to the table without the abrasiveness. Yes, he stands his ground. He'll go after the liberal media. He's not a... Um, <gasps> He's not a, a snowflake, but I do believe he, he has more of a he's been in politics long enough, much longer than Trump to understand you've got to be more statesmanlike and you can't just snipe at people and you can't just point to people and say, you're the enemy of this. You're the enemy of that. And I think DeSantis proved over two and a half years of COVID that he had the foresight to actually look at real science, not political science, to not be bullied by so many Democrats in this country. And some Republicans, too, did the wrong thing in their states. And he did the right thing. And the economy in Florida is booming. Everyone wants to live there. People who don't want to live there want to go there. Democrats who, who bash Florida go there for vacation, buy homes there. Their okay. economy's thriving. You've said a lot. You've said a lot. And you ran on. And w- like, I. The vision. Having vision on, is important. Having vision. Run on so far, important. I got to dial it back to where you were. And this is like why we've got to stop and go, you know, kind of talk about point for point. Mm hmm. I was asking you about your top thing, five things that are important to you. 
Um, I get Trump's popularity. I get this, like when you say snowflake, um, but you are nationalizing the COVID response. There was no federal lockdown. It was business lockdown. It was state by state mandated things. Granted, California was different than Florida. But let me tell you what, man, uh, the, it, it was like a lot of people really engaged in like they didn't feel like breathing some guy who wanted to come in and talk politics without a mask. I, I can't like, do, do you cover your mouth when you cough? Try then to put, put put a mask on. End of story. You know, this this is the untalked about discovery of what didn't make people safe in that uh, uh, that transaction that happened in, you know, in the retail line when you're when you want to pay for your groceries or whatever you're doing in any high traffic area. And that is the real thing. And the Republicans never secured that area. You had one out of three, 300 people dying due to this disease. And you can't like you can't say, oh, that's a victory, bro. I don't even want to talk about that because it was a mangled response from corporate leadership. And 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 honestly, I mean, like, no, it was it was a response that was based more on fear and hysteria and and power and authoritarianism than it was science and facts and medicine. But tell me about what I said, corporatism. Tell me how that doesn't factor in, because I'm going to tell you how it does. Go ahead. No, you mean corporate factors meaning what? Like money is more meaning mask mandates and 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 implementing safe transaction features to to where you don't have to listen to somebody coming in talking about Trump without a mask on their face, and you've got three thousand people dying a day. Yeah, three thousand people a day didn't die of COVID. You know that, don't you know that? Don't play, don't don't play. It did not. Come on, come on. Let's move on. Let's move on. If you're going to be a skeleton, no, I've let you talk. I've go ahead, talk. talk. Go ahead, I've let you talk. I've let. We know now. We know now. Okay, we were saying. Many of us were saying this from day one. We know that they labeled a lot of deaths COVID when it was with COVID, not of COVID. Dude, dude, dude. We know that. Joe, Joe, listen to me, Joe. Camp Town racist, sing this song, do da. Dude, uh, what do you want to talk about? I asked you, don't you're we're not going to agree on this because I think you're under. We're not going to agree it. on this because the facts are on my you're side. You're underplaying the it. facts are on my side. Joe, you never what delivered. You, Joe, what are you going on, Joe? You're going on a CNN. I'm, or I'm going on that people Joe, are not to me. buying. What do you go? Did. What science and facts and evidence are you going on? The Dude, CNN death listen, ticker, listen, the MSNBC listen. death ticker. Is that what listen. you're going on? No. What Fauci said? What Fauci said? Are you going to be serious? Tell me, you believe what Fauci says? Okay, can you stop flapping your lips for one second? I let you talk. You talk over me and you sang. Give me facts. Don't sing. Don't be okay, a fucking... Stop? Don't can be you a stop? bitch. Give you me facts. Feel, do you, do you, can, can you stop for one second? Give me facts, Joe. Can you stop for one second and not have a meltdown and not Go a... Ahead. a you're the one who You're the one who started singing, babe. I didn't start singing Camp Town race because you're talking bullshit, dude. No, and I'm not. I'm talking you never facts. Made people feel I'm not safe. talking bullshit. You never made people facts. feel safe. We know now. They admitted it. They oh took 25 feet. They admitted you know it. Listen, man. The CDC listen. has admitted the what numbers are wrong. You're going to talk about They admitted flat they earth? had no transparency. You want to talk about don't flat you earth? listen? You want to talk about flat earth, QAnon? What do you want to do? 
Oh, please, don't give me that nonsense, no, okay? dude, that's first you. First of all, first that's of all, you. people, that's wait a minute, piece. Joe, I bet you thought vaccines were going to stop the spread. Splatter. I bet you thought vaccines were going to stop the spread. You're wrong Keep about that, on. too. The vaccines Keep are up. shit. They're garbage. They're money for Big Pharma. You're Bring the nothing to the table. Meanwhile, Big Pharma Ron makes billions, Ron de but that's okay, right? Ronda fascist. Bring nothing to yes, the see, table, but democratic tears. There you go, showing your true colors. Get off my phone. Ronda fascist. They're showing his true colors. He, he's pretending to be fair-minded. Oh, I just happened to to tri trip upon your show, which you've done 210 shows. I just happened to trip upon it now after a year of you doing this. I happened to just come upon it. And I'm, I'm fair-minded. I don't like Democrats, but I don't like Republicans. I don't like either. I'm just Joe, and my ideas are the most important ideas. Forget about facts. Forget about evidence. Forget about science. Why don't you start coming on this show and saying, oh, 3,000 people died per minute of COVID. You're showing what an ignorant fool you are. An ignorant fool. Daniel, what's up? Oh, hey, Joe, where are you going with that gun in your hand, man? You're out of control. <clears throat> that guy was nuts. Well, like I said, it's like the idea is that I believe everything the media tells me, right? I believe everything the media tells me. Mass work, 3,000 people a minute died of COVID. It's the biggest plague in the history of mankind. I believe all vaccines work. Vaccine passports are good. Vaccines cure COVID. All we need are about 17 more of them and it'll work. This, how do you deal with these people, Daniel? How do you deal with these people? You have when to inject. No, we now know what you and I have been saying for two and a half fucking years is right, that the fucking CDC on their own website admits it. They talked about not having transparency. They talked about the numbers being wrong and fixed. And yet it, they, they, these people still, what they do, Daniel, is they continue to repeat stuff that they heard two and a half years ago as though it's still true. The stuff they heard in March 2020 is still true two and a half years later, even though it's been changed 17,000 fucking times since then. What they initially heard is all they know. That's all they know. Yeah, um, this guy is, he's, um, he's naive to, to an extreme. Um, this Joe dude, um, screaming about one out, one out of every 300 people died from COVID. No, no, not, not even freaking close. Um, and he seems to have, um, um, no understanding of how many people die per year in this country, which is about someplace between three and four million every single year. People die, Joe. Jeez, get a grip, buddy. Well, like, wait, 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 wait. I can't. If this show were happening two years ago, I could have more patience with these people, right? I could have more patience with these people. But now I can't. So if you come on this show now in September of 2022 and you're talking about the numbers, the CNN death ticker was right. The MSNBC death ticker was right on the nose. When you talk about everything Fauci said is right, that masks, the masks were, were a device that stopped COVID, that the vaccines are a device that stopped COVID. I have no, I cannot talk to you anymore. There is no talking to a cult. There is yeah. no talking to a COVID cultist. It's so, impossible. So, yeah. So, so let's, let's take some of, some, some of this. Um, Maybe a better man than me can do it, but I'm not doing it. So if yeah, this is yeah, your first yeah. time listening or if you haven't called before and you're going to call in and you're going to shovel shit that you've just heard on MSNBC for two and a half years i'm not going to listen to it and you're not going to speak on this show yeah the guy was very weird so, so joe we can see you're still listening so listen up buddy when it comes to mask there has been pre pre uh covid 
there was uh, 12 randomized control styles that were done in masks, including N95 masks. Um, rather, oh, now Joe is hanging up. Oh, poor baby. He's, he's chickened out. He doesn't want to hear anybody rebut him. So, so Joe, I'll continue on anyway. Um, there's, there was 12 randomized control studies. They were, they're fairly small, but they were analyzed in a, a meta-study as well that pooled them all together. And it found that masks had no effect at all. In some of the trials, the individual trials, it showed that N95s had no effect as well. And in many cases, masks had a negative effect. Um, masks give people a confidence um, that they shouldn't have because masks don't work. They simply don't work. The only study that there's been that has shown any benefit to masks was this Bangladesh study that was done. Uh, Bangladesh is a really poor place to, to do a mass study, given that uh, there's zero obesity there. It's probably like around a four, 3% rate. And uh, we all know that um, there is a major, major, major comorbidity associated with COVID deaths. So it's a really bad place to pick. But even that study showed that cloth mask, zero effect in any age group. Surgical mask, zero effect, except for, strangely, in the 50 to 60 age group. No other age group, a small effect. The, the media publicized this all over the place, touting that, oh, look, study shows that masks are, you know, work, they're fabulous. No, small effect in one age group. That age group was in charge, if you read the damn study, that age group was in charge of educating people, and they were paid in each one of the villages in Bangladesh, and they were paid to educate people and stress the importance of wearing masks. So that 50 to 60 age group had an incentive to report benefits from masks because Daniel, that's what they were told by Daniel, the study. Daniel, Daniel, you're doing now, it's not, it doesn't matter what you're doing right now. Wait, 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 wait. But, but yeah, but then when it comes to the COVID deaths, I mean, this this guy has to this this Joe person seems not to understand that early on we knew very early on, like maybe around April, maybe even sooner of of 2020, we knew that 95 percent of these deaths had at least two and a half serious comorbidities. These people, Joe, aren't dying of COVID. These people are dying from their very serious comor comorbidities, very serious comorbidities. All, almost all these people are months away from dying anyway. Well, and what just, age did they die at? They course, died Daniel. at life expectancy at 78 years old, Joe. Daniel, once again, what you're doing doesn't matter. Because that's why you have to Well, just it matters to me. It matters no, to me. Saying, when I saying, but people are not going to all of a sudden say, oh, Daniel, you're making a lot of sense now. Oh, Daniel, yes, I didn't know that, Daniel. Because these facts are obvious. They're there for anyone to, at their fingertips on Google for five fucking minutes. They don't want to. They don't want to. They want to believe their narrative is right. They want to believe what they did was virtuous and right for two and a half years. Did you see that stupid thing he said? Oh, well, do you, do you cover your mouth when you cough. Yes, then wear a mask. Like it has anything. See, to them, that's two and two is four because they're idiots, because they're morons, because it feels good and sounds good to them. Well, I'm just trying to give Joe some of the facts because Joe seems to be very naive and very deluded person. He doesn't seem to understand anything about what has happened in the last two and a half years. This guy, if you would have given him time, probably would still believe that these shittiest vaccine in the world actually prevents transmission and infection. This, 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 and, and we even, CDC has finally come out and told us, don't treat people that are unvaccinated any different than people that, who are vaccinated. That means mask, Joe. And why do you think that is? 
Because yeah, that's the shit and the masks don't work. It, it shows. We're dealing with here, here. This is what we're dealing with right now on call in on this network. It's obviously a network run by shit liberals. Now, I don't want to disparage people who listen to me. I love all the people who listen and call in. But it's obvious. You'll notice, Daniel, that I get almost – I get very, very few callers who are Republicans. Most of the callers I get are either Democrats or progressives who have become you know, sick and tired of the Democratic Party. They're so right. it's call-in is obviously a, a, a liberal progressive-run network. Look at the shows that are on here that are popular. Jimmy Dore, Joanna Brie Gray, although Jimmy Dore's gotten better. You know, Bernie Sanders, former press secretary. So they, a lot of callers I get, you'll notice this, say, if only Bernie, if only Bernie, if only Bernie, if only Bernie. Well, if only Bernie, it would have been just as bad, if not worse, than Biden during COVID, okay? Because Bernie sucked the cock of, of, of Big Pharma. Sorry, I cannot put it in more milder terms for two and a half fucking years, okay? A guy who was supposedly anti-Big Pharma, his whole platform in life is being anti-Big Pharma, and his followers, whose entire platform and lives are being anti-Big Pharma, sucked the cock of Big Pharma for two and a half fucking years. Can I be any more blatant than that? No, no, you can't. Remember, I, I, right, so I don't want to hear life. anymore. Oh, if only Bernie, if only, if only Bernie, I think it would have been maybe five times worse than Biden because progressives were even worse than mainstream Democrats when exactly. it came to COVID and masks and more authoritarian and more fascist than Republicans or even Democrats could ever be. The progressives yes. are the ones who are the most fucking fascists. Compared, compared to Bernie, Biden was a moderate voice and it, and it got away from Biden. This hysteria got away from Biden. Just imagine if Bernie was in there. The hysteria, as bad as it was, and as as unimaginable as as I mean, it's impossible to imagine that it could have been any worse because it was horrendous. It would have been worse, right? And remember, a guy named David Sirota, another another shit progressive, is on here a lot. The guy who wrote that stupid movie about the you know, people who don't believe the meteor is coming when they're being told the meteor is coming, as though that's probably, he probably believes the same thing. See, that's what he's saying. It's like his, his climate change bullshit. That, so oh, why, if you told these climate change people, these anti-maskers, these anti-vaxxers, that a meteor was coming, they wouldn't believe you that a meteor was coming. Oh, aren't I a brilliant fucking progressive? Aren't I a brilliant fucking writer? Isn't this great? Isn't this a great satire on level of Dr. Strangelove? There's another moron who does a show on this network. These are the people who are, who live here. These are the people who are around us. Yeah. So, so 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 Joe gets on and he pretends that he wants to hear your your, your pitch on DeSantis and he won't shut up. So so you know I know the pitch you would have given on DeSantis if the guy would have shut up for a second. You would have said the most consequential issue that of of the last fifty years when, when it comes to when it comes to our liberties. And our freedoms in this country happened in the last two and a half years. And DeSantis was right about everything. And he had a great uh, uh, physician that was advising him on everything. And they got absolutely everything right, Joe. So, Joe, you tell me why you aren't voting for DeSantis. The most consequential issue probably of our lifetime happened in these last two and a half years. And DeSantis got every single thing right. Biden got every single thing wrong. Tell me it's not a federal issue. That's what you said, Joe. It's the CDC, Joe, is a federal institution. Of course. Freaking moron. And And Fauci was the one that was telling every fucking blue state what to do. And they followed him lockstep. You fucking moron, Joe. 
Now you sound like me. Who's more angry right now, me or you, Dave? I've been dealing with people like this at UC Berkeley today and right, yesterday. Exactly. I want to, before I get to Uber, uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to wait until I get all the facts lined up so, so that I, that I can. Um, oh, okay. Bowl all these, bowl all these idiots just, down. You teased but, up but, yesterday, and now all of a sudden, now we have to wait another day at least, or two, or a week. Well, well yeah, and I'm, I'm going to be going out of town. I got to take my son to to college <laughs> down in San Diego, UCSD. Um, but um, and uh, the the upshot of it is that I'm finding out that there are a lot of people at the UCSD, uh, a lot of supervisors and departments that are quietly. Um, going against university regulations because they understand that these vaccines do absolutely nothing. They don't prevent vaccine uh, right. transmission and they don't prevent infection. So no one should be mandated, mandated to have these. But you, you know why people like Joe don't want to don't like Ron DeSantis? He talked about the five most important issues. You know what the five most important issues are to these people? Abortion, guns, uh, death penalty, uh, immigration, and uh, letting everyone into the country want to come in here, even with uh, without masks or without vaccine passports. Everyone abortion else. Abortion is the, abortion is a dead issue. If you want to get an abortion, it's all ridiculous. If you want to get abortion, take are you forty six for God's sakes? <laughs> and, and if you're so far, and if you're so damn far along, you're a freaking idiot. Exactly. Let me go to Cheech. Thanks, Daniel. Thank you. I appreciate it. And we'll get that Berkeley story uh, sooner or later. All right, Cheech. How's it going, Cheech? It's going well, Mike. Uh, better than uh, it's going to go for that idiot that you just had on. I mean, that guy, it's ironic that he's going to call you a flat earther and somebody that believes in crazy conspiracy theories. And when he buys hook, line, and sinker, everything they told him about the last two years. I mean, that's what it sounds like to me. This guy is just like, he believes the vaccines probably prevent spread still. You know, I mean, the guy, the guy's going to sit there. And accuse you of being some right with some right wing conspiracy nut, right. and he believes the biggest bullshit load of bullshit over the last two years that they've been feeding us. So I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Like, you know, develop some critical thinking skills, dude. Just go read a little bit, man. You can find the information out there. I mean, they, they no, look, it's, 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 it's a very cliche thing. You know, I used to be part of this cliche. Okay, Cheech, it's a very cliche thing. You listen to what Joe was saying. His biggest gripe was corporatism, right? This is the the this typical progressive bitching point is that the reason why the Democrat, the reason why both parties are bad is because of corporatism. Okay. Corporatism, meaning they suck up to corporate America yet. Okay. If you believe that, if you believe that, let's look at that line of thought. Okay. What's more corporatist than big pharma? What corporation makes more money? <laughs> exactly. But that's okay. But you see, their masks that they sold and their vaccines that they sold and their bullshit tests that they sold that they've made billions off of. They've all done that for the greater good of mankind, Cheech, for the greater good of mankind. That's how moronic these people are. This is why I can't talk to them. Can you blame yeah, me? No, yeah, no. I, yeah. You, well, you can't. That guy was there was no good faith with his with that argument that he came with. Like he was not. He wasn't. He wasn't about to have a fair conversation with you. He just, he's, you know, ad hominem, hominem attacks, or you know, that's all you need to know. Right? No, once, so, once someone comes on and says, you know, three thousand people a day died, you know, they're full of shit. You know, there's no and, talking to them. Once he said that, I knew it was going south. Well, and then, and then when he calls Ron DeSantis Ron, when he call him Ron the fa- the fascist or something. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's so stupid. It's, so you know, the question about, I mean, I'm somebody that that was a registered Democrat pretty much my entire life, and. I, I like DeSantis, and the reason is because 
under you know a lot of pressure in a fast moving situation where you had really incomplete data um he responded the best out of all the the government leaders that i could tell um that that i was paying attention to i mean ron DeSantis seemed to do the best he he seemed to to steer his his state in the proper direction um you know once it became clear what was really going on i mean his effort to make sure that he secured um monoclonal antibodies so they could get early treatment for people that maybe weren't vaccinated or you know were vaccinated and got sick anyways that's um, to bring that up to you she was the leader on monoclonal antibodies and then and then, yeah. and then Biden took the money away from him so he couldn't do it anymore because he yeah, was yeah which is well exactly it's just it's it's so i mean he he demonstrates leadership qualities that you need in very uh, dire situations, right? When if the country is faced with some other obstacle, some other huge exactly. obstacle in the future, exactly. you, you know that he's proven himself right in, in the face of, of real danger, right? Like um, when, when was it, when did, when did it become like out of, what was the word, out of vogue for politicians to be right? It's not important for politicians to be right anymore. Is that no, important? It, right it, side it, of it, it only it only matters if it's for your ideology, right? Right. It only that's matters. It. Exactly. Right. That, right. That's what bothers me. It's like they cannot. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much the facts bear out week by week as we go through this, as we get closer and closer to twenty twenty four. How right DeSantis was, and how wrong all Democrats were. It doesn't matter. They will never admit it. They'll never admit it. No Democrat or progressive will admit DeSantis was right and they were wrong. It'll never happen. It'll never happen. No. You just no, got to hope enough independents get it. That's what you have to hope for. That's well, I mean, and here, here we are. There's two, the two of us were both like you were a Bernie guy, and I voted for Bernie back in 2016. And you know, we're completely flipping, right? And so, to me, that looks like people that are actually observing, mm-hmm. ad- adapting to the data as it's changed. And understanding that, hey, you know what? Not all of these Republicans are evil people. Um, some of them know what they're doing. Um, this one in particular, DeSantos, seems to be the best of the bunch. And I'm going to throw my weight behind that person. Uh, th- we seem a little more reasonable than people that are just like, oh, if you're not on my side of the fence, fuck you. It's like, well, OK. This is um, this is my this is a point I've been making for months about the left on this show is that you cannot talk to them. You can't reason, at least with the Trump supporters. Look, there are plenty of I've, I've turned Trump supporters into, into DeSantis supporters because they're at least open minded enough. They like the guy. They know he did things the right way. They get that. They can admit that. Mm-hmm. And I can and, and they can even argue, OK, I'd rather be Trump. But you know what? OK, maybe DeSantis. So you can go back and forth. With them. You can actually get them in your side. Or if Trump doesn't run, they'll easily vote for DeSantis. But you can't do this with the progressives. You can't do this with the left. They don't want to talk about it. No, they, they seem talk about it. They seem far crazier than they try to make out the right to be. I know the right's got really crazy elements and QAnon and all that stuff, but the left is just as bad, if not worse. I mean, if you live in San Francisco, you know that. And uh, it's, you know, we're reaping the, the, the fruits of, of those policies. And, yeah, but, uh, but, but what amazes me, like I said, this was two years ago, Cheech. You know, it might be something else. You Maybe you'd be able to call me a conspiracy theorist because then two years later, like now, I was proven right. People like me were proven right when we said yeah. the work when we said vaccine passports were bullshit because the vaccines would never stop the spread when we said things like that when we said lockdowns would kill more people than they saved when we said that they this guy is still calling me a conspiracy now after all this has been proven after all this has been proven a million times over 
Yeah, he was just here to stir up shit. That guy wasn't serious. He's just being a dick. He's probably got mental problems, you know. Well, you know, uh, it, like I said, it's. I, I think there's people who are still stuck. I've gotten pa- I've gotten past Bernie, you know. And if Bernie Sanders in the last two and a half years was on the right side of this, if he was on the DeSantis side, at least with just COVID, I understand politically he's in a different place than Ron DeSantis on a lot of issues. But if Bernie had just been consistent and been critical of Big Pharma. And what they've been doing for the last two and a half years, I could still be a Bernie person. But after being such a sellout and such a hypocrite, along with all of his progressive followers for the last two and a half years, I don't even want to. I, I, I can't take them seriously anymore. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. It's the hypocrisy of it all. Yeah. I mean, it, it, of your biggest issue, of your biggest, not just hypocrisy of like one of your top 10 issues, it's the hypocrisy of your biggest issue that your two campaigns were based around, that you had me in the crowd cheering you on when you cursed the establishment and you cursed Big Pharma and you said they got to be reined in and you said we got to defund them. And then all of a sudden for two and a half years, why? Because maybe because you're an old man, you're afraid of dying. Maybe because you're an old man, you're afraid of being put on a ventilator because they scared the shit out of you with those phony ventilator fucking B-rolls they showed on TV all the time. People on ventilators. Maybe you got so scared. Maybe you got so scared because you're 80 years old and you're, you know, and you're more likely to get bad case of COVID than most other people. Maybe that's why you did this. Maybe it was just out of fear, like a lot of other people. Maybe Bernie's most. He's a human being. Maybe he got scared, like a lot of old most, people. Yeah, most most bad decisions are based on fear, right? Um, that's that's a big problem. Well, the, hey. and, and and the COVID response from most from from much of this country, except for someone like DeSantis and a select few of others, Christy Nome and such, was all fear and hysteria. Yeah. Well, all fear. Yeah. I was going to tell you. Um, I know you're a big uh, Dawn of the Dead fan. <laughs> they. Uh, you ever watch Creature Features? Back in the day, you oh, didn't because God, a long yeah. time ago, man. Creature features, wow. Yeah, so they brought it. They brought it back, but it's totally new guests and stuff. You know, uh, hosts of the show and whatnot. But uh, <clears throat> they showed uh, Dawn of the Dead last weekend. It was awesome. <laughs> you know, I found I went on YouTube because you know I couldn't because Dawn of the Dead you can't find it through streaming. No, you can't. So pay it's on it. YouTube now. Yeah, no, it's on yeah. YouTube. But there's, there's an extended version on YouTube. Have you seen that one? No. Oh, no. it's like forty minutes longer. So yeah. you can't find it on Blu-ray? Nope. Well, but what's Blu-ray? You mean where you buy the actual disc? Yeah. I don't do yeah. that. I like the streaming. I like to bu- I don't like those discs anymore. I find them to be antiquated. I like I like you know streaming like Amazon or Netflix or you know buying it for four bucks or five bucks. For, you- for certain for for movies that I really really like that I have a passion for, I like to own them. I like to. Own well, I understand it's because I of, like the physical, yeah. disc, right? You like the physical. I have. Well, I own not a only that, there's it's a lot of virtual. There's usually yeah. a ton of director's commentary, which they never do on the streaming service. That's true. That's so, very true. Yeah. That's true. You can find it on yeah. Criterion Channel. If you get the Criterion Channel, which is like okay. 11 bucks a month, they do a lot of the video. They do a lot of interviews with directors and and commentary over stuff. They they do, but that's one of the few places where you can find this, is the Criterion stuff, which also is on Blu-ray. But um, but yeah, YouTube has this extended version, which by the way is not very good. I, I see why Romero cut 40 minutes out of it. But you can if you want to see scenes you've never seen before. Uh, I'm going to have to watch it. Yeah. Halloween's coming up, too. Yeah, so. yeah Halloween's coming hey, up. Yeah, right, yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks for bringing some sanity to the show tonight. Hey, man, leave it to me. I'm, I'm here for you, man. Here for <laughs> right. you, Mike. Thanks. All right, later. Oh, look who it is. Let's see. It's, uh, it's Uver. How are you? A million-dollar man. Doing well. <laughs> How's it going? 
What breaks my heart about all this, though, is that it's and kind of like along the lines of the hip hop, um, what you're saying, the conservative actors are always making apologies for their other side. The changes in Star Wars were welcomed, and it's just so gross. So beyond like dialogue and things like that, they cut out um, all of that beautiful, um, you know, set design and artwork and props that they all made for Star Wars like all those alien creatures and things like that, they cut all that out for CGI. So it's like a mix now, and, and the, the movie just looks so gross. Like, you mean they added CGI? They took out the animatronic stuff that they had from, from the 70s? Yeah. So oh. like if you if you remember in The New Hope, um, like when uh, – can I spoil it for you? 50 years is enough? Yeah, please. No, the too, audience. Okay. too soon, too soon. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You never know. The film, the film crowd is very sensitive. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but in, in the beginning of A New Hope, when Luke Skywalker and Ben Kenobi first pull into Tatooine, there's a cut shot of just like, or there's many cut shots of just like the aliens of Tatooine. And even one where there's a big like dinosaur looking thing that they've put a bunch of cargo on and it just roars. Yeah, all that's CGI now. Like it's, they, they left the background. Are they afraid that the new audience is not going to like the old stuff? I just don't understand why to begin with. But that's just the censoring and just levels of editing well, and stuff. Do you, remember when, uh, do you remember when colorization was a big thing? Colorizing mm-hmm. black and white films? And you had directors coming out, like Woody Allen's coming out against that 100%. They actually would, would go on, like, they had, like, Senate hearings and House hearings about that stuff. They were really against the colorization. And, and, and taking, you know, something that's supposed to be in black and white that works in black and white, like whether it's a Casablanca or whether it's a, a more modern film like Broadway, Danny Rose, that Woody Allen did purposely in black and white, even though he had a choice. They were totally – that was a big craze for a while, colorization. And f- that went away. Thank goodness that went away. Mm-hmm. But hopefully – maybe this stuff will go away, man. Maybe it's just a fad, hopefully. Hopefully. I don't – I feel – I just see it getting worse and worse because um, – well, now, now they're self-censoring. Right. They're not they're just they're not even making good content. They're just making content to make people feel safe. And I don't believe that's the purpose of art. All art should make you a little uncomfortable unless it's rated G for, you know, everybody. And it's an animated kids movie about some something. Then sure, be safe there. But leave, you know, leave us adults to be uncomfortable and watch what we want. Hey, thanks for giving me another platform. Have a good night, Mike. You too. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. All right. Well, this is it. We went. We started out uh, very heated, and we had some a couple of good callers there, like Cheech and Uber, who really calmed me down. It's just, like, just in wrapping up, I just we're way too far along in this thing to have any patience for people who are on the right side of history at this point. I'm sorry. We can agree or disagree on things like abortion. We can agree or disagree on things like gun rights and gun control and what kind of guns we should have. What kind of, we can disagree and disagree on all that stuff. I can't, there is no two sides to all the COVID stuff that we were lied about two and a half years ago. People dying of or with. There are some people who died of. There are some people who died with. All right. There are... The masks, there's no, the, all the proof shows us that masks did nothing to stop the spread, okay? And like I've said many times, when you are forcing people, look, if people want to wear masks, they can look like assholes for, till the end of time. They can wear it in their coffin, as far as I'm concerned. But when you're forcing people to do something, when you're mandating it, you must prove beyond a reasonable doubt that it works. 
Show me the numbers. Show me the evidence it has saved millions of lives. If you're going to make me do it, it's on you, baby, not me. Okay? It's on you. So there's no arguing with that either. There's no arguing about, about, van, uh, about vaccines that did not stop the spread. Therefore, vaccine mandates and passports, which I believe were fascist, even if vaccines did stop the spread, are totally moronic because it does not stop the spread. So they're pointless. So there's no arguing these things anymore. Okay, there's no arguing these things anymore. The CDC didn't even have to come out and admit they were wrong, but they just did. They just came out and admitted the numbers were wrong. They weren't transparent enough. They weren't specific enough. They've come out finally and said that lockdowns did more harm than good. There have been many, many tens and tens of studies that have showed that. That's a lead pipe cinch fact that lockdowns didn't work. In fact, were detrimental and killed businesses and such and killed people. So there's no arguing this stuff anymore. So I will not argue that anymore. If you don't get it by now, you don't want to get it. Not that you can't get it. You just don't want to get it. So there's no arguing that. This is like arguing with me the sky is blue. You're going to tell me it's red or you're going to tell me it's green. I'm not going to argue with you. It's stupid for me to argue with you. If you can't see the sky is blue. Masks didn't work. Vaccines didn't work. Lockdowns didn't work. The COVID responses by Democrats didn't work. They were harmful. Ron DeSantis was right. And there's no arguing it. Not with me. Not on this show. Anyway, I want to thank everyone for listening. It was a good show. It was spirited. Um, I want to thank my callers. I want to thank Cheech. I want to thank Daniel, Rivera, and even Joe. The show is in Let's Be Heard. My name is Mike Kachopoli. I'll see you right back here tomorrow night. Remember, 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern, and all the times in between. Uh, Mike Kachopoli, thanks for listening. Remember, always remember, vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. See you tomorrow.